0: Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Shednovich, Director of Sales and Marketing. David, October has come and gone, and we're through the first quarter of the crop year. Can you give us an update on the results CN achieved in October for grain movement, and how that compares to guidance in the CN 2021 grain plan?
1: Thanks, Stacy. CN shipped over 3.27 million tons of Canadian grain and processed grain products in October with the volume of grain moved directly from the interior via container in addition to that. That is the highest ever volume of Canadian grain movement recorded by a Canadian railroad as well for a single month. Western Canadian grain movement alone was 3.18 million tonnes, or almost 14% above the previous record set in October 2019. That record would not have been possible without strong coordination and collaboration across the end-to-end supply chain, from farmers to grain companies, country elevators to export terminals, and CN's team of dedicated railroaders. They are essential to moving the economy, and that's especially important to remember in the middle of a pandemic.
0: How did October movement stack up against the guidance in the 2021 grain plan?
1: So CN's guidance for maximum end-to-end grain supply chain capacity outside of winter between bulk grain and processed grain products is up to 7,600 cars per week. Remembering that in order to achieve those levels requires no mainline disruptions, fluidity across shipment corridors, seven-day terminal unloading, and other considerations. During grain shipment weeks 10 to 13, which basically takes you through October, CN averaged just under 7,650 cars per week, so right in line with the grain plan.
0: So three months into the crop year, where is CN crop year to date on grain movement out of Western Canada?
1: Through the first three months of the 2020-21 crop year, CN moved 8.23 million tonnes of Western Canadian grain and processed grain products by a car carload, compared to 6.7 million tonnes at the same time last year, and 6.7 million tons for the three-year average. The pace to date is 22% ahead of the previous record, or 1.5 million tons.
0: Is the volume of grain that CN is moving direct from Western Canada via container on a similar pace compared to
1: Carload? Yes. CN has moved over 300,000 tons of grain direct from Western Canada via container over the first three months of the 2020-21 crop year. That is 50% more than over the same time last year, and it's also on record pace. CN has two major points for containerized grain movement direct from the prairies, Saskatoon and Regina, and CN moves containerized grain from other points such as Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Calgary, in addition to all the grains CN moves via intermodal in eastern Canada. Last week, we set a single-week record for containerized grain movement out of the intermodal terminal in Regina, and weekly movement of containerized grain out of the CN-Saskatoon intermodal terminal was the second-best single week ever. The vast majority of containers that come in from overseas are 40-foot containers, But Western Canadian grain shippers are almost entirely focused on 20-foot containers for export grain movement. That makes the pool of container supply available for containerized grain movement artificially small relative to what is actually potentially available if 40s could be used more. That is true of containers loaded in the country as well as stuffed at port, both east and west. Interestingly, it's completely the opposite situation in the U.S. where the emphasis is on 40-foot containers for containerized grain movement. All of the 20- and 40-foot containers are owned by the steamship lines, and they enter into commercial agreements for movement of export product with cargo owners. CN moves the box the way the customer controlling the box wants it moved, whether stopping in the country for loading before heading to port, sending the container to port to be loaded with grain or other products and then loaded onto a container vessel, or sending the container back empty to port to be loaded on a container vessel.
0: What have been the factors driving such a strong pace of grain movement compared to last year?
1: The single most important factor during August and the first half of September was demand, plain and simple. Go back to August 2019, and we had over 4,000 cars in storage in Canada, stored because there wasn't demand for using all those cars. That wasn't the case this year, not even close. We don't have all those cars in storage in a typical year because we're moving more of other stuff. Everyone is waiting for harvest to come on, and we're just starting the new crop year. Demand was strong right through. There was no slowdown. And carryout stocks have been drawn down to historically low levels.
0: So how did harvest conditions affect the pace of grain movement?
1: Dramatically improved harvest weather compared to last year made a huge difference for grain movement in September in particular this year. And that was coupled with the much stronger demand that we saw. Last year, grain was slow to move into the system in September due to harvest delays. Crop quality was well below average. And the grain supply chain was struggling with a lot of tough and damp grain coming into the system and there's no capacity to export position to dry grain, and grain exports need to be dry. This year's crop quality is above average, and it's dry grain entering the country elevator system. A high-quality crop means there's a less diverse mix of products entering the supply chain. Last year, we saw a lot of train staging being required to match the sequencing of trains needed at port, and a lot of that was due to crop quality issues. Lots of blending at port to meet export specs. All of those crop quality issues slowed down the supply chain last year. October has been all about strong operational performance combined with crop production that's in record territory, along with strong export demand.
0: Could you fill us in on overall traffic levels on CN during October as well?
1: Sure thing. CN reports data weekly to the Association of American Railroads, or AAR. Through the month of October, between intermodal and carload, overall traffic levels for all commodities were up 5% on CN compared to October 2019. CN has also achieved record performance in other fronts as well in October, including record center beam spots in western Canada. CN's not moving more grain because it's moving less of everything else. CN's moving record amounts of grain in addition to our overall traffic levels actually being higher than the same time last year.
0: And can you provide an update on the delivery schedule for the 1,500 new high-capacity hopper cars CN is acquiring during the 2021 crop year?
1: Yes, some good news on that front, as we've been able to advance the delivery schedule. We have already received 300 of the new high-capacity grain cars, with another 300 expected to be in service between now and the end of the year. We expect to receive most of the rest of those 1,500 cars in early 2021. Now, this order follows CN's 2018 order of 1,000 new high-efficiency grain cars, which are already in service. These cars are going to help CN continue to meet the growing needs of grain farmers and customers for decades to come.
0: Thank you for your time, David. And thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.